Good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And hey, I have new lighting today. I think it looks a lot better, but I don't know. So listen, I have this dude on today named Tyler Wil Wilcha. I didn't ask him how to say his last name. I think I don't, we'll find out if I got it right here in a minute. But um, listen, share this out. This dude is brilliant. You'll see why. You'll see. And you may want to stay with us because he just told me before we went live that he wants to do a big giveaway today to I don't know 5 or 10 lucky people. We'll see what what uh we'll see how generous he's feeling, but um you, you need to share this out. That that's going to be a qualifier for sure. So Tyler will be joining us here in just a minute. So stay with us, share this out. Let's rock and roll. And we are back. Let me bring Tyler on. Tyler, welcome to the show, man. Hello, hello. I love the uh, the intro there. It gets me every time. I saw it on your website first, and like I really <laughs> yeah. relived it just now. And like I feel like my head's just bashing against the screen every time I break through a wall. <laughs> You're ready to break through. Look, here's one of my New York friends. She's up in your area, dude. Tina oh, Campbell. Hello. hello, hello. And Stephen Orifice is up there, too. That's who I was telling... You're in Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie. Yes, Poughkeepsie is two towns over. I'm in Fishkill, so right, Fishkill. right down the road. Wappingers, then Fishkill. Okay. Yep. Well, you need to know Tina Campbell and Stephen Orifice for oh, sure. Um, so, so, and then Joaquin, my buddy, is joining us from hell. He lives in hell, literally in hell, <laughs> in Norway. I'm not kidding. Okay. It's funny. Um, there's Jay Fox, nationally syndicated radio host. She's in Bedford Hills, Bedford okay, Hills. Yep. Familiar. Okay. So Debbie, welcome. So, all right, listen, Tyler, we're going to get into what you've got rocking and rolling now, but I want everybody to know, stay with us, share this out because this dude's going to do a giveaway and it's going to blow your freaking mind. Okay. Like, I'm telling you, what he does is freaking phenomenal. But we're going to start with having Tyler tell us where he was born and raised first. All right. So to keep it pretty simple, I haven't really left my hometown for the most part. Uh, I was born in Poughkeepsie, like you mentioned. Um, and then I kind of grew up in Hyde Park, which is another town over on the other side of things. And now I'm in Fishkill. I actually recently bought a house here in Fishkill. Okay. um last may so i'll be here probably for roughly another 30 years <laughs> so <laughs> no you won't no way no, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes you're gonna be um, i i have a feeling with what you've what you've done you're gonna be up upgrading your house <laughs> hopefully i mean we'll, we'll see how that goes i'm, I'm still on the, the brand new homeowner phase where i'm yeah. like missing key elements to my house where like you know i'll, I'll go to clean my toilet and it's like i don't have a toilet cleaner you know like <laughs> stuff like that you know can opener you know one of my rooms was completely empty still. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm growing, growing pains. You know, I got to move into it officially. Yeah. yeah. So, so you were born and raised in, in, in New York and yep. you said you never left there. I never like moved away. You know, I went to college here about four hours North in New York. Um, you know, I've traveled, I've been on vacation. Yeah. I went to Thailand a couple of years ago. I went to Galapagos, Costa Rica, stuff like that. You know, I've been out of the country and out of New York, just haven't mm -hmm. lived outside of New York. So, Born and raised New Yorker from the day I was born 30 years ago. So, so you, you went to like, you grew, what was it like growing up there, man? I mean, so this it... is the biggest thing. People that don't know exactly where I'm from, when I say I'm from New York, they're like, oh, cool. Like, what part of the city do you live in a skyscraper? Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, complete, I do not live in the city at all. There's hiking, <laughs> there's mountains. You know, it takes 10 minutes to get to the grocery store. You have to drive everywhere. There's no, there's no walking, no really public transportation. <laughs> Like 
I live 100 miles north of the city, which was cool growing up because you can just take a train ride for an hour and 20 minutes to the city. You get drunk on the train, which is totally legal, which is pretty cool. It's um, legal? Legal to drink on a train. Yeah. As long what? as it's like covered. That's it. You know, you drink out of a bag. It's totally wow. legal. So back in high school, college days, that's well, not high school, college days when you're uh, ugly, of course, that's what yeah. you do. Um, yeah, so it was really cool to be near not the, encouraging high school drinking, not encouraging high school drinking at all, but no. it's really cool to live so close to the city and get that experience because everybody in the world kind of wants to travel to New York city. I live an hour away from it, but I also get all the cool experience of being able to hike and live in a more rural area, which is really cool. Got it. Now, is that, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the area. I think, yeah, I drove through upstate, like mm -hmm. there was a bunch of lakes, that's all yeah, I that's know. like that's where I went to college. I went to school at Lake Oswego, um, and there's Ontario, and that's like four hours north of me. So, oh, pretty much okay. same vibe though, same thing, you know, just as as rural. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, what did you go? What did you study in college? So, I'm one of those kids that transferred their major, um, like we all did. Uh, so. I grew up in a construction family. Um, my dad's a construction guy. My, all my uncles are, my grandpa is all construction. So I started working when I was like 11 years old in hard labor, basically. But anyway, um, I wanted to kind of be like them without the hard labor part. So I went to school for architecture to begin with. And I just okay. went to a local community college because I knew everybody switches their major. So I wanted to play it safe and really just like go to the community college and try it out and see if I was one of those people. And after two years, I got my associate's degree, which was cool. I, I definitely finished it. Um, but my teachers, you know, this is back in 2011. They were like, listen, architecture is a dying business. And, you know, we were really close with our teachers. They're really good people. They're like, architecture is kind of a dying business. It's a very niche market. And the people that get the jobs are the ones that have been in it for 30, 40 years. Yeah. Um, coming fresh out of college, probably not ideal. And I had taken a business course as part of my architecture program. We all had to take one business credit. And I loved it. And it was a marketing class. And I loved everything about it, about building websites, about like kind of just uh, getting people to, to buy your product and get your product out there. It was like the coolest thing ever. So I, I doubled down on that and I transferred when I went to a real college, I, I took marketing and that's what I got my bachelor's degree in is marketing. So I have associates in architecture, bachelor's in marketing, don't combine at all. Wow. Yeah, that, that how, because architects aren't typically like marketing type. Really. No, not really. And that's I why hate to I like stare. I feel like I'm stereotyping architects. But no, it's totally fine. You could certainly stereotype architects all, all day. The, the biggest <laughs> thing is when you go to school for architecture, the only thing you could really become is an architect. So that limits you like crazy. Yeah. When you go to school for business, the cool thing is everything on this planet's a business in some way, shape or form. So I was like, I could even get into the architecture field with a business degree in terms right. of the marketing aspect of it. Um, so that's why I did it. It was more broad. And, you know, this was right after the stock market crash in 2009, two years after. So I was like, getting a job might be harder than, than we thought. So I want the most unniche market I could find, which is marketing, which applies to everybody. Right. Right. I didn't go to college. So I, I, I went to business. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, that's fine. College doesn't really <laughs> help you out. Honestly, I'm, I'm a, I'm an advocate against college. I don't think it's really necessary. I'm with you, man. Unless you're getting, oh, look, Joaquin's a naval architect. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I don't even know what that means, Joaquin, but it sounds <laughs> really cool. Um, so Robert says, I know an architect who's now a librarian. Yeah, wow. that's how it goes. Wow. Holy crap. That could well, have been I me. can't do anything else. I might as well put books away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just as boring of a job, I guess. Yeah. So, so, so during college, did, did you, cause I know, look, I know that, um, <laughs> Doug wing, Doug's my best friend in the world, man. And he, um, his, he, he just sold a little company called little giant ladders. I don't oh. know if you've heard of them, but I have not third largest ladder company in the world. So yep. yeah, they That's do awesome. hundreds of millions a year. So, um, but, you know, I, I think about like when you were in college, because I, I was, I feel like I was always an entrepreneur. Like I, I just always been a hustler and, and right. coming up with new ideas and, and trying them and falling on my face and 
Um, the best way to do it. Right. So, yeah. so ha what are some of the things early on in your, um, like in during college, maybe even high school or uh, maybe before that, what are some of the things that you thought of or you tried or what, what led you down that road? So what led, I'll start with what led me down that road. And uh, like I kind of mentioned before, my dad had me start working when I was like 11. And because I didn't know how to do anything in a construction business, I was the laborer, which is uh, not a fun position to be. My dad would literally be like, we're going to dig this hole real quick. You see that here's a, it's two feet deep. Um, there's a pole about a mile away. You see that way down there. I want you to dig a trench to that pole two feet deep. Go, I'll see you in three days. Oh, Lord. So that's kind of what directly motivated me to do anything else except that because that was, <laughs> you know, I was the guy that swept up the job, all the sawdust on all the houses. Like I was, I was just a laborer. Yeah. And, uh, not fun. That's I did that for a while. And eventually, when I turned 14, I upgraded to heavy machinery. So I was running the excavator and stuff, which at least was air conditioning, which was, which was much nicer. Yeah. Upgrade. Um, but yeah, that, that really taught me like hard, hard labor. And that's why I feel like I'm a hustler because everything else I do is just so much easier than that. Yeah. And uh, that, that's, that's what set the bar so high. And now like, you know, when I joined my other jobs that we'll probably talk about going yep. forward, you know, I just like ran circles around everybody else. Cause I'm just so used to digging a trench for two miles. Like, Oh, I got to sell people. That's the easiest thing ever. I used to dig trenches. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's really what, what motivated me. Um, and then in high school, I was always like a money saver um, my whole life. You know, you know, I would be like a 13 year old kid who give me a hundred bucks. I would save. I probably still have it to this day. Um, I try to spend as little as possible. I was never like a partier or buy things nice for myself. You know, that that's it. I would just save all my money. Um, so in high school, I didn't try much. Actually, in high school, I was a completely different person, believe it or not. Um, I was not great at school. I played video, video games a lot. I was, my dad would call me pretty lazy cause I never wanted to go to work because like I said, I had to do all the hard stuff. So I just didn't want to go at all, but he would force me. And you know, that's what kind of turned me into where I am today. Um, it was really college and college really stepped it up for me because my dad took a big risk on me and he, he invested in me and paid for most of my college, which is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And that really like turned a light switch on in my head. Like now somebody's paying for this. I'm not going to a free public high school. Like my dad, like I didn't think he was going to, and that that's why it meant a lot to me. So when he was like, so we're going to send you to college and I'm going to pay for it um, because he unfortunately made too much for me to qualify for any government assistance or anything. He didn't make yeah. a ton. Though. He's not like a multimillionaire or anything. He, yeah. he was a yeah. fairly successful contractor. Um, so when he sent me there, that really turned a light switch on in my head to like try. And that's where like this, Tyler emerged um because I was in college hard. yeah in, in college I, I went really hard on my my homeworks and my tests I actually studied I did everything I could possibly do to make sure that he had a good investment in me um and that's when I started really getting the money mine so all the little clues that I had throughout my life like hard working money saving I was lazy but very efficient so yeah. I would find a path of least resistance for everything, you know, so, and that's why my dad always called me lazy because instead of like raking the leaves, I would invent like a, a blower to blow them into a pile, like, stuff like that. Like I'm efficient to, you know, street smart kind of efficient. Right. Um, so and that, that's what really opened it up. And I put all the clues together. And as I and now college was motivating me because now I'm getting A's on tests instead of getting 72s on tests. And I was like, wow, I'm actually like smart in some way. Like I, I could actually be somebody. And then I, I it all started with this farm job. Mm. Um, and if we want to go into my next job, do you have any other questions before I No, I, go, dude, go. I, I want to hear about farm it. job I had. Um, it was one of my dad's. Um, clients or whatever they had a polo field and it was my job to fix the polo fields you know on, on a horse with the hammer um basically it was this beautiful quarter inch cut style grass golf store golf course style and then these horses would come in and play the equivalent of soccer on it for like yep. an hour and just ruin these fields it was my job to fix it it was yep. a very intense job very hard but it was way better than working for my dad so i did that instead and i would be out in the sun for like 
nine hours a day, 96 degrees. I would just take my shirt off. I'd take my shoes off because we were working on grass. I was, I was out there like half naked, just working my face off. <laughs> and really, really humid, probably. Yeah, it was super humid. There's no shade for miles because a polo field is like three football fields big. So you're right. out in the middle of the field. There's no nice breeze. The breeze is just hotter than what, what you're standing in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was working with a bunch of Spanish guys. I didn't even speak their language. So like I'm out there just alone all day. So I started listening to music. Um, but working nine hours a day, every day of summer, this was a summer job, by the way, I would do it in between college. Yeah. Um, so I would work 10 hours a day, seven days a week for all three and a half months of summer and it paid wow. handsomely and I wouldn't do anything yeah. else. So I worked every single day I could work in the rain, work in the heat. Um, so I listened to my music, but after like a week or so, all my music, I listened to like 10 times over again. So I started looking for podcasts for the first time ever. I never listened to a podcast before. And I found this great podcast um, that taught how to do passive income. And it was mostly website related. So it was Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income. I don't know if you're right. He probably doesn't even make sure. This was like yeah. a decade ago. I know and who I Pat Flynn listen. is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I managed to listen to like all six or seven of his seasons that summer. And it only motivated me more to like want to make money without having to work for it. Um, and that, that, was the, that was the coolest thing ever. And when I went back to college, I designed my first website using everything I learned from that podcast. And wow. for the first time in my life, I was making money online. It was the coolest thing ever to like wake up and look at my phone and be like, I made $18 last night in my sleep. Yeah. Um, through affiliate marketing stuff like that and it was only paying me like 200 bucks a month through this website i created but my friends were working you know 20 hours a week in the dining hall and making the same amount so i was like now i could like sustain myself through college i didn't have to work actually while i was at college then i would come home and make a ton of money during the summer go back to college have my website to sustain me and so on right um, that, that, that's really a long winded answer no to I, I, I that's an important part of it so so you, you started making money off of a website through an affiliate marketing program, right? Through actually Amazon. Yeah. They have an affiliate okay. program. Yep. 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 So um, where did things go for you from there? Um, so once I figured out that it's possible to make money online, it only interested me even more. And I kind of, every time I got a marketing project in, in college about like come up with a business idea or market to a, a target audience, I would make it website related and actually make it something I'm very interested in. So that's why also I excelled in college as well. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's. Okay. So at some point you started working for enterprise. Yeah. So are we allowed to say their name? Well, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you could say their name. That's totally fine. Uh, Enterprise is most of what my career was, actually. Um, so obviously, I, all my experience was was in construction and on this farm job that paid cash, which I probably can't even say on here either. <laughs> but uh, so my stepmom, she worked in corporate enterprise. She was there for like 15 years, maybe 16 or 17 or something like that. And she was pretty high up. And she's like, I got my stepson here and, you know, he wants some experience. I was only 18. I just started driving or maybe 17. So they needed a guy that cleans cars in the, in the back, you know, just to clean all the rentals. And yeah. she got me a job there just for experience. So I did that while doing my farm job also. Um, and that really opened me up to the business world as well, because now I'm seeing like actual salespeople and business transactions and angry customers and happy customers and like just an efficient process that I've never seen before. Cause when you're working in construction, it's just like a very linear job. It's like you sweep the floors and you're done but yeah. in business. It's like make as much and save as much and you keep the middle profit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that really interests me because now I'm in business school I'm money saving. And after working there for a year, cleaning cars, I started to realize like my manager was not the smartest. I was like, I could run my branch. I could run this branch better than the manager. I don't even know how to work the computers. Like, Right. He's the most inefficient person on the planet, just like doing everything wrong in my eyes. I, and no, I just, no, no offense if he's watching right now. No, he's not. He's not watching. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, th th I mean, this was like eight or nine years ago at this point. Right. So, yeah. So I was just like, I could definitely do this. So I believe it or not, you need a bachelor's degree to work at enterprise um, full time, at least to be a, just the starting management trainee sales position. And the cool thing about enterprise, they only promote from within. So you have to work your way up and everybody starts at the bottom. You could be Tim Cook of Apple and apply to enterprise and they start you at the bottom. 
Maybe. I I'm gonna go out on a limb and and bet that Tim Cook could walk into a different position. I'm just oh, saying, 100. He doesn't. Want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's not gonna be out there cleaning cars for enterprise. Yeah. So uh, so while I was in college too, my senior year of college, there was an internship program at Enterprise that that was paid actually pretty well, and I went in and it was your, my first thing, my first uh, getting my toes wet selling. And it went extremely well. And here I am, you know, a contractor basically going into a sales business world. And I, I crushed it. I sold everybody, you know, selling wow. the coverage on the cars and upselling yeah. to better cars and, and customer services sales as well. So making sure everybody's happy with it. And uh, they begged for me to come full time. And so when I graduated college, you know, they had a pretty good competitive starting salary. And I, and yeah. I did. I, I crushed it, worked my way up for for six years. I worked at Enterprise. I, I ended up being a flagship manager by the end of it, um, running a 300 car store in an airport. Um, wow. A bunch of employees. Yeah, and it was great. And, you know, the income was fantastic as well. But I, I was never satisfied. So while working at Enterprise, I started a videography business, um, which is still active today. I started TapTag, which we're going to probably go over very soon. Yeah. Um, definitely active today. So. Yeah, that, that's really the enterprise story there. So, so, so something happened. I I think um, back during the um, pandemic. By the way, I want to say hi to Otis Winston. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a he's a very famous actor Otis. and and was the captain of the Ohio State men's basketball team. He's he's oh, cool. he's legit, nice. um, but. The so so during the the so you, you're doing all of this obviously, I mean if you're a manager of an enterprise store I would imagine you're in six figure income. Yeah, it was a little over six figure, about a one twenty yeah. a year to be exact. Yeah. So you're doing this. You're you're um, you're you're you know really starting. I mean that dude that you're not very old. So one hundred and twenty thousand a year at your That was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's exactly. not bad at all. Beats a sharp stick in the eye. Yeah. But, I mean you we, know, we worked for it though. It wasn't an easy job, and that's that's why right. I ultimately wanted to get out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So so but you you the pandemic hit, mm -hmm. and and you were still with Enterprise. Yes. And so talk about what happened then, because that, that, um, man, there so, were some big ginormous rental car companies that yeah. went, it, it was a wild, wild experience and enterprise, just to give you the preface of enterprise, it's one of those jobs that I always say, like you sell your soul for money. Um, mm, yep. you know, you work 60 hours, you, you, you sign up, you're fresh out of college, you're 22 years old. They, they sign you onto a management training position. They pay you handsomely for the starting job but now you're working 60 hours a week you're tired all the time you got customers yelling at you. you're cleaning cars in a suit you're selling you're, you're ranked on everything if you're if you're below your rankings you get managed on it really hard and it's just one of those sink or swim jobs but if you could swim they pay you handsomely if you sink you just see you later wow um, it's one of those high turnover like crazy jobs that and this was a was this a, a the rental car office or yeah this is a rental car office yep okay and yep, you're yep, selling yep. out of there also. Yeah, you're doing you're doing everything. At, wow. You're like it's a management trainee program. So when you start, you're doing the same job as your manager, who's also doing the same job as you. Like we all sold top to bottom. We all clean cars top. Like we cleaned the branch. We did everything. Um, we all handle customers the same. We all had to fix the cars and you know deal with any problem that there was. Yeah. Um, so it was an intense job. It's one of those jobs that most people don't really, you know, they hire you fresh out of college. And by the time you're 30, you're usually far out of it. You, you kind of use and abuse enterprise for the money and then you get out. Um, so I've always, I never really had like an expectation that I was going to be there for 10, 20, 30 years. Um, so I was always looking to, to try to, to leave anyway. And I started a videography company to hopefully make me enough income to leave, but that wasn't generating enough for me to replace, you know, my pretty solid income at enterprise. Right. Um, so when the pandemic hit to go back to your question, um, that was brutal. They did a mass layoff for the first time in history. They got rid of about half my staff. When I, when I had 12 people on my branch managing all my customers and all the problems and all the craziness, and we're just as crazy. Like I was saying, they got rid of like six of them. And now the thing is 
when you need a rental car, because I don't live in a touristy town. They're, right. People that rent from me are not renting for tourism like you would expect at like an airport. They're renting because they crashed their car or their corporate business or they just need a car for, you know, a second car for the week for whatever, because the, right. the mom has the other car. Um, so the thing is, business didn't slow down at all. Business stayed exactly the same. I mean, we took maybe a 5% hit, but you took away 50% of my staff for a 5% hit on, on my business. We're just, we're even crazy. You know, I had a full head of hair before I started that enterprise. I'll tell you <laughs> that. Um, and it was just a wild experience. And not only that, like two months after they got rid of everybody and we're working our face off, um, all the managers, which are commissioned on the branch profits and stuff, they cut our pay by 20%. And I'm a big money motivated person. And that like hurt. So, wow. And it's because even though we were doing fine, a lot of the enterprises weren't across the globe. And it was like the average of how everybody was doing. Everyone took like a 20% hit, even though my branch only took like a 2% hit, you know, somewhere in Florida probably took like a 40% hit. So they yeah. averaged it out and I'm getting annoyed because I'm looking, I have access to all the company profits and I see that we're profiting heavily and they refused to pay us commissions. They just said, we're going to pay you 80% of what you made last year. Um, so whatever you made last wow. March, we'll pay you 80% of that this March. Um, so that so was that's really a $24,000 decrease. Yeah. And that, that definitely hurt. And it was like nice to have our job and like, you know, a, a bunch of my coworkers got laid off, but the thing is like unemployment was also very enticing as well, because all my friends were like, Oh, we're making just as much as unemployment. This is great. I was like, Oh my God. And here I am working my face off with yeah. a 20% pay cut. Like, so this is what motivated me to start my business. And I was so angry at the time that I took a week off from work. I, I used my vacation time, which I never really took too many vacations. I finally took a vacation. I, I spent a week and I've been saving in a notepad on my phone, like inventions I've come up with since I was like a kid. Me and my dad always talked about, wow, like, let's invent this, let's invent that. And it never would go anywhere. And then we started watching Shark Tank together and stuff like that. And I mean, every time I see him, we talk about some new stupid invention we came up with. Dude, that that, you know what though? That is phenomenally cool. That is so freaking cool. And yeah. I, I, are you getting ready to get into what we're, what, what, what introduced you and I without saying yeah. the name? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. Cause I want to provide the segue. Okay. I, 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 I don't, dude, I don't even remember. Yes, I do remember. I was looking at something else in your arena and mm -hmm. and it had a monthly fee that was ridiculous involved with it. I already had something else without this and and I have something I'm going to show you guys. By the way, stick around because he's going to be giving some of these away and and share this out if you haven't shared it because that's going to help you be a winner. <laughs> so you're already a winner, but it's going to help you a little bit more. So, so I was looking for a solution. I had recently been at a couple of conferences and everybody's like, Hey, do you have a business card? I hate business cards. I hate, let me, let me really emphasize. I despise carrying business cards. I hate it. And, and so I'm like, what? There's got to be, there, there's, there's, I know there's a solution. I've had a digital solution for a long time, but there's this monthly fee associated with it. So I start looking around. I'm like, um, <clears throat> start Googling things. And that's how I came across you, by the way. I, 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 I was, I was Googling. So well done. I don't know if, I don't think it was an ad because I never click on the ads on Google, but. Um, it, it may have been organic. I, I don't remember, but a little of both. I paid top dollar to make sure I pop up first, but also yeah. I'm also very good on the organic side. Of and, and it may have been, I, I, I don't remember, but I've got to tell you guys, I freaking saw this. Now I think you may have, um, you may have cookied me because I may have seen you on a, a social media ad as well after that. Um, because I don't think I made the decision right away because I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. But I read your reviews and your reviews. You guys listen to me. When when you create a business, if you have a business, I don't care how good or bad it's going. Customer service has to be number one. You have to take care of your customers because if exactly. you do, 
you'll get reviews like this dude gets on his business. His business, one of his businesses, I think his primary business um, is business cards. And I hate business cards, but I love this business card. I'm going to show you guys what I ordered from Tyler. I ordered a business card. Look at that. It's, it's wooden. It's bamboo. It's not wooden. It's bamboo. Has my name on it. That's pretty simple. Hashtag help others. That's my, I love, I love that, that saying. And the back of it has my logo and a QR code. You can scan that QR code right now with your phone and you'll get my digital business card. What's really cool about it is if we're hanging out and you're like, hey, do you have a business card? I'll say, hey, do you have a phone? And you'll say yes, unless you're an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> no offense to people who don't have phones, but <laughs> so, so uh, you're going to open up your phone. There's mine. You're going to open up your phone. And I'm going to take my card and this is on, on the iPhone and I'm going to tap the back of it. You're going to get that little message. That little message is going to pop up and you're going to receive my digital business card right there. You can scroll to the bottom and add to contacts and bada bing, boom, done. This card, what is really cool about it is this. <clears throat> I can reprogram this card to do anything I want it to do. There is actually a chip in the middle, a computer. I don't, you're going to explain it, but there's a chip inside this thing that when I hold it up to your phone, iPhone, it's at the top, Android, it's in the middle of the, of the Android phone and bam, they get a link to whatever you want them to go to, whether it's your website, your your digital business card, whatever it is. So I don't have to carry a freaking stack of cards, y'all. I carry one card. I tap your phone. You got my info. If you don't have the NFC scanning technology, you scan that QR code. Bam, it does the same exact thing. It's freaking genius. And the fact that it's made out of bamboo makes it very, very durable. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's not filled with, like, you can just go to my card. Anyway, I get pretty excited about it. Tyler, I want you to explain where all of this came from, man. How did you come? And, and stick around because he's, he's giving some of these away today. So explain how you came up with this brilliant idea. Here you are, a construction guy. You grew up with your dad doing construction your whole life. You, you, you're, you're running an enterprise car place. Um, the pandemic hits you're, you know, how did you come up with this? Yeah. So, um, one, I'm going to hire you to be my salesman because that was a beautiful, uh, <laughs> pitch there. That, that was, oh, it wasn't a pitch. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like it's freaking pitch. unreal. I want to buy it now. Um, <laughs> How I came up with it is a, a couple of things all kind of played into it. One, I was handing out hundreds of thousands of business cards at Enterprise. And um, the annoying thing was that Enterprise would, I was a manager, so we're commissioned. So I, I have to check my expenses on everything. I was, I was fully responsible for the profits, the break even of everything about my brand. So like I had to pay for the potholes in my parking lot. I had to pay for my employees hours, their benefits, their business cards. And the thing is, I would pay for these employee business cards that would come out of my profits and then they would transfer branches or get promoted because it's one of those jobs where you get promoted very quickly. Um, and then, boom, now I have 500 of their business cards I just paid for that are completely useless that say their name and that they worked at you know, Poughkeepsie, New York on their business card. So what do I do? I just throw out 250, 500 business cards every single time. That's on top of handing customers your business card and literally watching them throw it out in the garbage before they uh, leave the room. Uh, <laughs> so. It's just one of those things. And I was like, that's a huge waste of paper. It's not efficient. Then COVID hits. And I had this idea in my phone already. And the reason why I had it in my phone is because I'm big on the smart home. You could see my, my Alexa right there. Actually, she's hooked up to every light switch I have. I'm big on the smart home thing. Same here. Same big on it. here I mean, she's listening dude. to everything I'm saying right now, but whatever. Yep. Um, so like 
two years prior, I came up, I found a bunch of ways to program NFC tags to your smart home where you could tap your phone to an NFC tag and turn the lights on. That's a real thing. What? Um, yeah, using Siri shortcuts in your phone or on Android, um, you could program to say when NFC tag is tapped, then turn on light. If light is on, then turn off and boom. And you just program, you know, using Siri shortcuts. So I was really big into that. Um, so I bought a couple of NFC tags on Amazon for like super cheap, like stickers. And um, I had them around my house and, you know, I kind of learned how to program them and I started to understand them a lot more. So I came up with the idea, like, let's sell smart NFC tags because nobody was really doing that. This wasn't business card related at all. Um, fast forward, pandemic happens. Um, now, now here I am throwing out business cards. I'm, now I see my future at enterprises dwindling because I was like, not only did I want to leave there anyway, but now the pandemic really pissed me off. And I'm just like, <laughs> and, and they cut your salary by they cut my salary. So you only have like that motivation you get sometimes in life where you just have like <laughs> your motivation off hatred or like a breakup or something like that. Like it was that motivation. So I took a week off of work and just went like hackathon style on designing a website to sell coasters, not even tap tag coasters. Coasters. Um, like I saw I had a, a laser a drink like on. Yeah. Exactly. I had a laser engraver that I bought like six months prior just for fun. It was like 300 bucks on Amazon and it was awful all around. Um, and it only engraved four by four inches, like smallest area ever. So I was like, what can I engrave that's within four by four inches? Like a coaster. Boom. It's all, all four by four inches. So I started engraving coasters. I was like, I want to make these coasters as cool as possible. So you can make a QR code that connects guests to Wi-Fi if you wanted to, where you scan a QR and instantly connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, without having to enter a password in. So I added that to it. And I was like, how can I make this cooler? So I added a bottle opener to it where you could, you know, use the backside of it to open up a, a beer. In bottle. case you're getting drunk on the train. In case you're getting drunk on the train. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I want to make this cooler. So I added a magnet to it to stick it to your fridge. And I was like, I want to make it cooler. So I was like, what if I add an NFC tag into it and make it a smart home? So I did that. And then people just didn't understand how to program Siri shortcuts because it is a little hard. Um, so I was like, what if I find something on the web and program a link into it, like a random cocktail generator? So every time you tap it, it says how to make a margarita, tap it again, how to make a mojito. thought that was really cool. Um, <laughs> it didn't really sell that well, honestly, because nobody's searching NFC Wi-Fi connecting coasters on, on Google. <laughs> so I sold like two of them and I was pumped, though, because I was like, I just made $100 or whatever. So I was like, what else can I fit into this little four by four square here? So I was like, maybe a business card. And I could kind of use the same technology instead of linking to a random drink. I could link to Facebook or link to Instagram or something like that. Um, so I started making those. And my friend was like, oh, Linktree. You should do Linktree so you could do a bunch of things. I was like, oh, that's great. So Linktree, you could add your Facebook, your Instagram, a couple other things. There's a bunch Everything. of stuff like, like you were mentioning. You have your own yeah. digital business card. Um, so that's what opened me up to this digital business card world. And so I search it. I'm like, this is a great idea. So I search it and... It doesn't really exist. There's like one person doing it at the time. And I was like, I could just destroy them because I have all the marketing knowledge. And like, the thing is like, how many pizza shops are in your town? Like 10, like, right. because there's a pizza shop doesn't mean you can't open up another one. So that, that's kind of like my, my theory about it. Like, just because there's an NFC tag company doesn't mean I could, you know, I just want a piece of the pie. I'm not looking for everything. Right. Um, so I started with a, the metal card. This is my, my bread and butter here. Hold so on. Let me give you full thing. screen. This is Dude, that thing. is freaking awesome. What the heck is that? So it's an engraved metal card. It has an NFC chip in the back of it. And when you tap your phone, same thing. It just transfers info to your phone, um, just like you showed before. And I, I made this because I wanted it myself. And here I am at Enterprise. And I was just like, it would be so cool if I had a metal card um, to do the same kind of thing with. And I put that on my website and I was selling them like lights out. Like best. I put it on Etsy because I had an Etsy store at the time for the coasters as well. And I sold a bunch there. I thought, I, I thought Etsy was just for chicks that do knitting and stuff. So that's the funny thing, because <laughs> when I used to go to camp as a kid, there was soccer camp, there was dodgeball camp, there was this, and there's arts and crafts camp. Guess which camp I went to that I volunteered for. It's like, dad, I want to go to arts and crafts. So here I am, just one dude in an arts, all 30 girls, all making bracelets and like macaroni <laughs> art. And I'm loving it. I'm like, making Man, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. So I'm a super like creative person. Like I have a cricket laser engraver. Like I like arts and crafts a lot. That's awesome. Um, 
So yeah, that that's where it really started. And I was like, I want to expand this. So that's when I went into the, my bamboo cards. This is my hold, it, hold, card. hold that metal card back up again. Is that yeah, like so a, that's an is, ace of hearts. That is freaking awesome, dude. Yeah. Really cool. I have a, I wish I brought up more. They're all in my basement right now. Cause that's where I work out of. Um, wow. Then I got the bamboo card. Like you have this, is my squid game card um, has my number on the back of it as well. And then I also have cherry cards. Um, same thing. All laser engraved. It's darker wood. I have plastic. What the hell's cards. a cricket? What my wife wants one now. What is that? Oh, it, it cuts out. Um, it, it cuts out materials. I guess is the best way to describe it. Oh, okay. Vinyl. So you know, if you think about like when you have a thermos and it says like "live, laugh, dream" on it, like you cut out that and stick it to it. For example. Oh, got you, got you, got you. So I, I use that for a couple of products as well. Like I sell these cool Spotify plaques that has your picture and like a song title on it, NFC chip on the back of it. So now when you tap it, it plays the song on your phone um what use the cricket for the vinyl to stick the song into it for example wow that's incredible dude yeah all right <clears throat> so so <clears throat> what was the article did you send me the article or you sent me an article weren't you written up in business first or something yeah so that was really cool and that was a huge uh, like it all started with this one random lady named Joelle. She runs EA Direct Connect. She runs like a company of like administrative assistants. And she reached out to me saying, I want a hundred cards. I was like, perfect. Here's the price. She's like, no, 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 no. I want them for free. I was just like, oh, no. maybe like, why, why do you want them for free? And she's like, well, I run a Facebook group and I, I work with a ton of basically the secondhand man to the CEO. I run a group of that. And I was, she's like, I think you have a lot of potential if I sent out a card to each of them. I was like, let's do it. Yes, yeah, sure. Because enterprise teaches you a yes mentality. You say yes to everything and eventually things will line up. Um, so I was like, all right, let's do it. So I fronted the cost of the cards, the shipping for each card, the designs on each card. She sent out a hundred cards roughly. And the next two weeks I, I made all my money back times 30. And wow. one, of the, one of the people in her group was a business insider editor that I sent a free card to. And she was like, tell me your story in five sentences. I was like, okay, here you go. And she was like, I'm going to type up a whole article on you. We're going to do an interview. And I had an article in business insider, which is crazy because it was my home screen when I was in college and I would read up on business insider stuff. And here I am with my face on their front page for a day, which was like the coolest thing ever. Dude, um, that is so freaking amazing. Yeah, so that, wow. I, was, I framed it and it's in my basement actually next to my desk. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. You need to put that out somewhere and create a card and say, hey, if you want to tap tap that. I have an NFC tag on the back of it. Tap it to go to the article. Really cool. <laughs> I have NFC everywhere, man. I, gotta, I love it, dude. That's so awesome, man. Wow. Yeah. So, so you went from working at Enterprise which is, by the way, in the little town I live in, Enterprise is the only rental car company. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> which now I'm never renting from them again. So I'm kidding. Uh, they're they're um, good company. They taught me. I, I'm just. I'm kidding. But you went from working there, got a pay cut, and you're like, this. I I can't deal with this anymore. And and yeah. To so it, this. It it wasn't. Like, I'm going to quit my job and start a business because I don't recommend to do that to anyone. You have to overlap it. And that means you just have to work a lot harder for a minimal amount of time. Um, so what I was, you know, enterprise is one of those jobs you work like 60 hours a week, especially as a manager. When somebody calls out, you just work. If somebody calls out on your day off, you just have to go in. It's just like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You're the manager. You, you're, you have to figure it out. Look, um, Jay Fox wants to come over just to look at the junk you passed on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll sell uh, screenshots of my note app for 100 bucks. Right. Go. That's so funny. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Uh, uh, the, the you're saying don't quit your job. Oh yeah. So you have to overlap it. So when I started tap tag, I, it's not like I quit that day. You know, I started tap tag and I made $12 in my first month. And I was like, that's cool. This is a slight potential. And I made like a hundred my next month. I was like, this is cool. If I can get up to like a thousand, like I'll feel much safer. And like, keep in mind, I have my videography business and still my website I designed when I was 19, that still pays me money to this day passively, which is really cool. Wow. Um, so I was like with videography an extra thousand a month and my, my site from college, I was like, I could maybe quit my job and live at the bare minimum if I had to with the yeah. pandemic. Nobody knew if we were going to have a job tomorrow when the pandemic first happened. 
Um, people were getting laid off left and right. Um, so I overlapped it. And then by my third and fourth months, I started making like $2,000, $3,000. But I was like, I'm not going to quit yet. Um, keep in mind, I was making like 120K a year. So that's like 10K a month. So I was like, yeah. I'm not even close to where I'm at. And I, I was right. only living in an apartment. Um, but my apartment was just a one bedroom. And here I am. I, I bought a bigger laser engraver because um, the first one I had, that cheap one, it didn't ventilate. It was loud. It was just my my poor girlfriend. She was just like smoke filling the room you know <laughs> we're in the middle of february in new york we're opening up all the windows that free and now we're freezing ourselves <laughs> out so and she would just complain about me working so much because i was i would work 60 hours a week at enterprise to come home and work another four or five hours fulfilling orders yeah i was doing that for a long time and she she hated me for that so i did the appropriate thing and and, and got rid of her so i'm single now um <laughs> oh, he said i'm single now yeah he's the, just I, throwing that out there ladies that side comes first so if you're in my way i'll you know, see you later um <laughs> so i love it dude that's freaking yeah. awesome so and there's actually after enterprise i got another job temporarily um which i didn't mention in that business insider article i mentioned it to her but she's like we're just gonna get rid of that yeah. um, because i was like if i spent more time on tap tag i can make much more money i can write more content i can make more videos i could open my market even more so i'm just working too much and all the hours i'm spending are fulfilling orders so yeah. I worked for six months at Enterprise while doing that until I built my income from tap tag to the point where I was getting comfortable because I needed averages. Just because you make 10 grand in a month doesn't mean you could quit your job. You want right. 10 grand in a month multiple times over again. Right. So I found another job that my friend had and it was 40 hours a week. It was a work from home, which was like work from home. I don't have to drive to work anymore. That's the craziest thing on the planet. Um, so I found a digital marketing job working from home for 40 hours a week. And my friend was like, it's one of those jobs where you could you could work really hard for 20 hours and just take the rest of the week off. He's like, it's, you know, 40 hours of work, you could squeeze into 20 hours. So like, that's exactly what I need. I'll, I don't mind working my face off for 20 hours to have the yeah. rest of the week open so I could spend time on TapTag. And um, I planned on doing that job for another year or two as I built TapTag up. But then that article really came out. Um and that just blew up my business. And I went from, you know, making $4,000 extra a month from TapTag to making over $20,000 a month from TapTag. So wow. I was like, all right, now I'm making more in the couple hours I'm spending on TapTag than the 40 hours a week I'm working at my digital market. So I was like, see you later, five months of that, see you later. Um, <laughs> and I went full-time for myself last May. And, you know, that's always scary because I also bought a house in May. Yeah. And so I quit my job and bought a house. They say the three biggest crazy challenges of your life are buying a house, quitting a job and getting married. And I did two of the three all in the same month. Right. So, you uh, almost married that girlfriend though, right? No, nah, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Hope she's not watching. But, <laughs> but uh, oh, that's yeah, so, so that, that's really what it came down to. So I quit enterprise in January, worked at the other job and quit that job in May. And then I went full time tap tag. And once I went full time, it just skyrocketed even further. And now I spend my days fulfilling orders, helping out customers and doing what I love, which is just being arts and crafts. <laughs> so, it's, it, it, And and I got to say, you know, when I placed my order and I what well, it was like 40, 40 bucks. I don't even remember what it was. 30 bucks. Yeah. 30. Texas yeah. $30. 30. Texas included. <laughs> Yeah. that's crazy man you need to raise your prices i'm just gonna throw that out I know. There. um but i only paid 30 dollars for it yeah i mean i could i think i have your credit card on file still i could probably charge you more if you want yeah you probably should but the <laughs> the, the 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 like it's look you guys it's it's engraved it's in the it's like down in the wood it's crazy for thirty dollars, there's an NFC tag in there. I never have to carry another freaking business card again. This is it. People say you have a business card. Absolutely, I'm glad you asked. And yeah. I have, I have one of these wallets that you know everything pops out. So I just keep it in the back, and 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 as soon as I do that it's right there i pull it out tap it done it's freaking amazing there's a big wow factor that comes with it too because uh luckily you know this is an early adopter phase of the whole you know scale that that's there um and when you pull it out people are like 
Why? Like, what do I do? And then when you just tap into their phone and it works, people are just like blowing away. And like, they're not the, they're not going to throw your business card away when they leave my lobby of enterprise. They're going to walk away saying that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And boom, that, that sales for you. Like you just, you just had an icebreaker. You made a, an inter interaction. Give the audience some, some, you know, ideas for what they could use this thing for. Like, you know, I have it going, you can go to kensbizcard.com. That, has my cell phone number don't spam me do not spam me um but you know that but this goes to kensbizcard.com if i wanted i could reprogram this right yes you can reprogram it using a free app to pretty much any web link that you want so on, smartphones understand web links so there's a lot of workarounds we could do with that you could go you could program just your instagram into it, it goes right to your instagram program just your facebook or you could program what you showed before, which goes to like a digital business card, which kind of shows you a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Or what I have on this one card right now. So I just opened this. Let me unlock it with my face. So if you tap it, this goes up to your actual contact card where you get to save to contacts right then and there. How did you do that? Yeah. So it's another free site called vcard.link. And there you could it's you could see how to do it on my website if you want. Wow. Um, and that way it goes straight to it, bypassing the need to go to a website. And, you know, it's just one less click. Um and wow. then, like I said, you could do smart home automations. You could do pretty much anything. And NFC is in the last five years worth of phones. So Apple really came out with Apple Pay when they got rid of the home button. And that's what uses NFC when you tap to pay. Um, so if you have a phone without a home button, basically, so five years ago, it'll have NFC that just works automatically. Wow. And yes, vcard.link is the site. It's very straightforward, simple to use. If you go on taptag.shop, it says how to make that very quickly and easy. And you can put it in your email signature. You don't have to use it for the card. You could just use it for your own purposes if you want to as well. So, um, wow, man. <laughs> Look, Joaquin is, Joaquin's like repeating what I said. I, I mean, dude, there, there are so many freaking possibilities. What I love about it is, you know, if I go, I, I, as we already talked about, I created a, I went to, um, what's it, what did I say? Um, what's it called? Tap, tap link. I think you mentioned, yeah. Yeah. Taplink.at. And I think I, I spent 50 bucks for the year, 54, something like that. But I can embed all kinds of stuff. I've got a form embedded in there for you to contact me. I've got my, you can call me from there, text me from there. You can go look at testimonial videos. All of my different um, social media is on there. There's my books are, are in there. I've got um, some interviews I've done here on the show. Like it, it's crazy. And then down there at the bottom, you can click and that goes directly to my V card. Like, like you just showed, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to change that now that, and that's the other thing about using a site like this is I can go in and change it and it's instant. And anybody yeah. that has that link gets all of the changes whenever they want. It's a live website. Like it's a website. Yeah. Um, so what are, what are, <laughs> I can't like, I gotta, I really need to emphasize this because I read all of these reviews, even though it's only 30 bucks, it's still 30 bucks. Right. So I'm like, am I going to spend $30 on this guy? Is he legit? Is this, a, I didn't know it was just one dude. I had that. I, I mean, I'll try to make it. So it, it sounds like a whole company, but really yeah. I'm doing the work of a whole company by myself. You are. And, and dude, it is absolutely unbelievable look look at what jeff says and he's right this is the most impressive creation i've i think he means i've seen in business in years it, you know when when i i reached out and i said i forget what i asked you i sent because i i kept reading these things saying the customer service with this company is unbelievable tyler really helped me out and i kept seeing tyler i'm like Tyler must be the head of customer service over there or something I'm thinking in the back of my mind. And, and so I, I went and, and I, I, I reached out to you and said something like, um, it was something about the, the QR code and my logo being on the mm. back of the card. And you're like, yeah, that's no problem. And I'm thinking, okay, he's going to come back and say, it's an extra 30 bucks for that. 
nope. said, nope, it's free. It's in, it's included. I'll, I'll do I it. I do remember that I, conversation now. Yeah. That's yeah. And, and, and the QR code works. I got that. You can generate it. There's millions of places to go generate a QR code. Yep. So for free, like you can put in, you can have a QR code, go to any URL uh, in the world. So dude, what's you, are you still killing it? Yeah, no, everything's going great. And, uh, yeah, I, I got like companies hitting me up now. And the thing is like, when I first came up with this idea, I thought it was going to be college kids sharing their TikTok to pick up some girl at a bar or something. Like I, I was designing this for kids. Actually, my first tagline was NFC products that don't suck because I thought that was funny to college kids. Cause that was my demographic in my eyes. Wow. Fast forward six months and I don't sell to any kids. It's all CEOs of companies and business owners and like top big wig people, you know, ordering sometimes 50, a hundred, 200, 500 for their whole office. Oh. Um, yeah. For their whole office. Yeah. Um, Cause you don't need, that's the thing is I, you know, I think about this and I'm like, you don't need to, or, you need one. That's yeah, it. Just one. You one just need person. one. Exactly. Um, and then they'll order it because the thing is, it sells itself in a lot of ways. It's it's COVID friendly during the COVID times. You're not actually handing anything to anybody. It's sustainable because you're not wasting business cards. So you have, you know, it makes you feel better about the environment. And I also donate to one tree planted. So we plant trees as well. Um, but it, and also saves you money. You know, as a business owner, you know, when I go back to buying 500 cards for my employee that, you know, people either throw them out or they get promoted, you're buying one for 30 bucks and you could, you easily use this bamboo card for years, you know, as long as you keep in fairly decent shape and the metal card lasts forever. You can have that thing for the next 50 years. So, and th that thing goes for $60. So $60 once it's the same price as 250 business cards and it'll last you for 30 years. And, and, and you know how people will use a credit card or a driver's license to, to open a door that's, yeah. you know, so you could use the metal one for years, breaking and entering also. Yeah. It's a theft deterrent. It acts as a ninja star <laughs> in case somebody's approaching you aggressively. You know? Yeah, right. It's, it weighs the same as an Amex black card. So uh, it's, wow. it's freaking heavy. That's freaking amazing, man. Yeah. So I, I think um, for everybody watching, you know, first off, hopefully you shared this out. Um, yep. Tyler is going to do a um, giveaway and um, – how, how, how do we do this, man? How do you want to do the giveaway? Um, I, I'll leave it up to you. We'll do, I mean, how about this? We could either do five bamboo cards and a metal card, or we could do 10 bamboo cards, whatever. If you want to hit more people with more cards or maybe please one person with a metal card, which is my fanciest card. Um, yeah. However you want to do it. It could be some of the people watching right now to reward them for their attention for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Or we could do something on your Facebook page, whatever it may be. Jay, does it come in Metallica? <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could do a lot of things. I, I have brass cards as well. The brass engraves to be a gold color instead of the silver, which is a little fancier. What? Yeah, I, I don't have one near. I should have pulled up a bunch of samples. I only have the three right near. How me. long would it take you to go get a brass one? Uh, literally 10 seconds, I think. Go get one. I'll, I'll, be right back. I'll wait. <laughs> this is unbelievable. So here's what we're going to do. Let me think. Let me think uh, here. I got it. Got it. Go to Ken's biz or scan that QR code right now. Scan that QR code. I'm going to hold it up here for a minute. Open your scanner, your QR code reader. Your, if you're on iPhone, All right. <laughs> you've got to, if you're on iPhone, open your camera and go to Ken's biz card. The first 10 messages I get now, not text messages. There's a form at kensbizcard.com. If you fill that out, the first 10 people to fill that out, I'm going to get your info to Tyler and you guys can make, make magic. I need uh, your name, email, and shipping address to say no. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get that. We'll, okay. we'll get them, get them connected with you after so they reach out to me. So um, this, yeah, look, Beverly's like, this product is awesome. Um, Tina Campbell, who Tina lives is the, she lives up in your area there. She wants oh, to hand delivered to her. Yeah. Um, so, so here's the brass card. Okay. Um, it just on. engraves to be gold. So it's, um, compared what? to, 
compared to the silver, it's a uh, gold. So these are a little bit more because they're made out of real brass. So just the material alone is more expensive. But I also have the steel card in white as well, where I can what? engrave in white. Um, Dude. Yeah. I'm out of breath now because I ran all the way downstairs. <laughs> wow, that is so freaking amazing. Hold that white one back up and the, and the brass one back up. So, all right, we got the brass and we got the white. And then you have the other one, the first one you showed. And then also the steel. So this engraves to be silver. That is the same as the white one. Um, same same engraving, but just two different colors there. And then this is another brass one as well. I can put your name on it. This one's actually a misprint. So it's off center. I just grabbed it on my way back up. Oh, um, yeah. A little off center, but it's brass. So it's a little kind of fancy looking there. And then I got the two wooden cards, which is cherry. And then bamboo, which is oh, cool. I didn't see cherry. I didn't know cherry was yeah. An the cherry is pretty cool too. It comes. I, I like the contrast a little bit better than the bamboo, honestly. But the bamboo is really cool because it's very lightweight. So so I, I mean uh, so in theory you could have multiple cards doing the same thing. Just yeah, and, and use I, them I for, sell everything. I also have a it's like having a different pair of shoes. Well. Same thing. You throw this on your hand and tap tap your bracelet to it. I have it on the back what? of my phone. Sticky tags, you can stick these to your desk, your counter, your phone. Same thing, same technology, it's all the same. My, I, I saw that, but I use one of these chargers, wireless chargers. Mm -hmm. Will it still charge? So if you put it at the bottom of your phone, because if you put it at the top, you don't want to put it at the top because it'll scan it every time you open your phone. Yeah, I don't. But in want the that. middle, it might affect your wireless charging. So I wouldn't recommend it. At the bottom, it works just fine because I have a wireless charger. Even through the case, I have a plastic case on yep. this. Works through the case. Yep, totally fine. Wow. Um, so I got a bunch of different sticky tags. I, I'm, I'm inventing this new one. So this is a giant NFC tag, size of my hand. And uh, this is going to be for restaurant menus because I'm going to try to sell the restaurants so you could tap or scan for their, their menu, stick this to the counter as a sticky back on it. Um, I, got, I got a bunch of ideas. It's just a matter of time because wow. I'm running so the show brilliant. by myself. Dude, you are I, I I love what you're doing. You're you're a genius. This is thank you. This is this is amazing. I, I congratulations to you and all your success. And I put that out there for anybody that goes to kensbizcard.com and fills out the form um, to to get in touch with me, then I'll connect you with Tyler. And, and, um, the first 10, is that, how did you say the first five or how? So it, whatever you want to do, we could do five bamboo and a metal card or 10 bamboo cards, one or the other. Take your we'll pick. do, we'll do five bamboo and one metal card. Right. And, the middle and, is somebody special. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so me. Ken Wall signed up 10 times over again. That's weird. Yeah. I, I was the first one to fill it out. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. no, I love the fact that you're, you've, you've gone from, um, you know, I mean, 10 grand a month isn't, isn't, isn't bad money. Um, yeah. But it's not something that you absolutely love that you were passionate about. I just and, get yelled at all day by customers. That yeah. Yeah. Man. Yelled at. <laughs> and, and and this is like people love this man i remember when i got and the presentation when you when you um the the presentation of it when you delivered it, it was like i i felt like i was opening up a, a an academy award or something yeah, like a black envelope with a gold seal on oh, it oh yeah, yeah man it's freaking amazing yeah. dude you've yeah. got the customer service part down you have it down nailed it's freaking amazing it's yeah. amazing. And I ship within 24 hours too. That's my biggest competitive advantage. All my competitors take two weeks to even get it out, especially custom orders. Me, I, I'm going to ship the same day half the time, um, which is pretty cool. That's amazing, dude. That are like, are you going to the post office? Is that how it... I fulfill orders from about like 10 to three, four o'clock every day. And then I go to the post office every day with 20 or 30 in my hand and ship it out every single day. So if you ordered right now, I could have it shipped today because after this phone call, I'm going to, you know, dude, you to need to get a girlfriend that'll help you. That's what I'm saying. I just need that emotional support, you know, <laughs> like, but I got a cat. He's actually the CFO of my company. Um, he, oh my he runs the show. So. That's so funny, dude, Tyler. Congratulations. We're going to be longtime friends, I can tell. And and I see amazing things happening for you. Um, you. Dude, you're you're great. You're a great guy. 
and and this is your very first podcast. This is my very first, other than the Business Insider article, which was my center of attention that for the first time in my life, this is my second center of attention live in front of people, which is even crazier um, and a lot yeah. scarier, honestly. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I don't think that um, it's, and, and Jay Fox, Jay, it's kensbizcard.com, kensbizcard.com. Um, just reach out to me who, you know, the first 10 people to reach out or six or five, yeah, five bamboo, one metal. Um, yep. we'll, I'll connect you with Tyler and look, it's $30. So if you're, if you're hoping for a free card, okay. Um, but we're talking 30 bucks or whatever it is. So, um, I think the metal one was a little bit more. Yeah, the metal starts at 38 with free text, but if you want a logo, it's an extra $20, like your own personal logo. Um, wow, that's And amazing. the brass card is $60 because it's brass, and brass is pricey on my end as well. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. But again, it's incredible what you're doing. These are things like, you know, this is bamboo. So yes, technically it could break. Um, yeah. uh, technically, even if it lasts for a year or two, you, you made your money back and then some, you know, I mean, you're talking plus look, plus it's, it's, it's like, it's cool. Like it's just cool. Nobody, like I, I pull this thing out. Other people are like, what is that? Like, here, give me your phone. It's done. I'm yeah. done. Now you got my business card. You don't have to worry about carrying it around in your pocket at the conference or whatever. You've got my business card. It's right there in your contact. So yep. listen, I, I I'm blown away by it. As soon as, as soon as I got this and I, I'm like, I got to find out who's doing this. And, and I reached out to you, which we had gone back and forth about the logo or whatever. Yep. And I said, dude, you're, you're, and I also complimented your customer service. I was like, this I is do. insane. And, and uh, I, anyway, congrats, man. Congratulations. Thank you, appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the show on. and everybody listening. I really appreciate it all. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Tyler, stay with me, everybody. If you didn't share this out, redeem yourself right now and share this thing out. <laughs> Seriously. And, <laughs> and please help this guy. Let's support him get on his website taptag.com taptag.shop dot shop dot shop, yep, tag bad, shop. pretty easy and if you uh, search it i pay a lot of money to pop up first so <laughs> click the ad if you want to <laughs> yeah yeah so very well done everybody make sure you follow tyler on social media everywhere too what's the best place for that so my uh, videography name is that drone guy ty because that's how i started that business with you know a drone hobby yeah. And uh, so that's that's my handle for everything. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, that drone guy tie. Okay, but we need to get you on tap tag. And then tap tag dot shop, which is everything's interlinked. That's the thing about owning multiple businesses. I recommend everything. You know, video service also has my tap tag stuff on it and everything. Love it. So. Love it. All right. Hey, you guys, we'll see you all later. And Tyler, thank you so much. Stay with me. We'll chat here for a minute. And cool. I will holler at y'all later. See you. Thanks so much, man.